0: This podcast is brought to you by Cross Catholic Outreach. Last year, Cross Catholic Outreach provided over 30 million meals to families in need around the world. Join us in our global effort to reduce material and spiritual poverty. Learn more at crosscatholic.org/bless.
1: Aloha, everybody. It's Bear. It's so good to be doing these again with you. It's been uh, kind of a bumpy road the last month or so, last several months, actually, trying to keep everything going and on time. So I'm glad that you're here with us right now. Um, I'm in Minnesota at my sister and brother-in-law's house near Stillwater. It's just beautiful here. The deer are coming up to their yard and and beautiful morning. Kind of fingers of fog this morning, low-lying fog as I Road to Perkins to have breakfast and to uh, write my father's uh, remembrance. We're going to be having his funeral tomorrow. Aloha, Kim. Good to see you. Say uh, say uh, aloha to everybody. Tell us where you are right now. So we're in paragraph 594 of the Catholic Catechism. I like to have you see if you can read it backwards. See it in reverse. Jesus performed acts, and Jesus was a man of action such as pardoning sins, that manifested him to be the Savior God himself. Certain Jews who did not recognize God made man saw in him only a man who made himself God and judged him as a blasphemer. So it's very interesting, this, as a Pope Benedict wrote in his book, Jesus of Nazareth, referring to Aristotle's categories. Aloha, Tony. There's no other category before that ever fit this one person, Jesus Christ. Not in the Old Testament, not in Eastern religions, not in Roman religions, not in philosophy. There was never a category, as you maybe have read Aristotle's categories, there was never a, a category as this supercategory of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son um, that became incarnate. The early church went through a long process of developing their understanding and clarifying what that means. Uh, the, The Council of Nicaea proclaimed that Jesus is consubstantial with the Father, homoousius with the Father, one in being with the Father, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. And in time, there's more clarification at the Council of Constantinople. Both of these were in the centuries uh, around the 300s. And uh, they defined it even, Jesus even more clearly uh, in the Trinity, saying there was three hypostasis, three persons, sharing one essence, one nature. So, three persons sharing one nature. That's the nature of the Trinity. Jesus, though, is this unique cat, this unique category. Of man he uh, while being eternally begotten of the Father in other words there was never a time when Jesus was not he wasn't created he was begotten from eternity Uh, Jesus became man forever it's not like he became man and then went to heaven and shed his human humanity no he became man we know this because after his incarnation and his death and his resurrection Thomas touched his wounds and Jesus ate so in heaven, even today, Jesus is forever all God and all man. Gnarly. There's only one category, as, as uh, our beautiful, brilliant Pope Benedict said. There's the super category, the startling category, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, become man. That is gnarly. Aloha, Pat. We'll be seeing you tomorrow night when you pick, pick me up from the airport. Cindy will meet me there too. So we're looking at paragraph 2. Jesus died. He's crucified. Now when you die, your soul is separated from your body. But Jesus, his body was never separated from his divinity, nor was his soul ever separated from his divinity. But in his humanity, his body and soul were separated. That's what death is when the soul leaves the body. Divisions among the Jewish authorities concerning Jesus... Remember, uh, Jesus said, I haven't come, don't think that I've come to bring peace. I've come to bring a sword, to bring a sword of division, a merismos. And he said, where the dividing line is, who do you say that I am? That's the division, the great division. Who do you say that I am? If you're watching, say aloha and tell us where you are. Among the religious authorities of Jerusalem, not only were the Pharisee uh, Nicodemus and the prominent Joseph of Arimathea, both secret disciples of Jesus. Remember, Nicodemus came and spoke to him at night when no one else was looking. What must a man do to be saved? He must be born again. Born again? I have to go back in my mother's womb? No. For that which is born of the suke is suke. We use the word flesh, but it's really the Greek suke, which is where we get the soul of man. The, where we get the word psychology, the mind, will, and emotion. And then Jesus said, but that which is born of the pneuma is pneuma. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Suke means blast of air. numa means breath of air. So they're very much alike. But in mankind, we have a, a, a spiritual soul that is basically dormant and needs to be born again and brought back to life. So that which is born of the spirit is spirit. We need to be born again of the Holy Spirit and of water right? Both. Both. Why does God want to baptize us in water? Because God loves the material world. I mean, it's gnarly what he did, dude. And just the fact that there's an earth with water on it is unbelievable. God loves the universe that he created, and the highest achievement that he has is the human being. And so he wants us, he loves the material world, he loves our physical bodies, he wants us to be treated with dignity. And so he touches us through the waters of baptism that Jesus himself sanctified, as the early church fathers say, when he was baptized by John the Baptist. So there was long-standing dissension about him, so much so that St. John says of these authorities, on the very eve of Christ's passion, many believed in him, though uh, imperfectly, they didn't understand this is not surprising. If one recalls on the day after Pentecost, a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. They are about to be unemployed, weren't they? Within 35 years, the temple would be gone. Aloha, Gigi. Good to see you. I'm actually in the Midwest today. Aloha. Say hello to your husband for us. <clears throat> so, Um, This is not surprising if one recalls that on the day after Pentecost, a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. The temple priests and some believers belonged to the party of the Pharisees to the point that St. James would tell St. Paul, how many thousands there are among the Jews on those who have believed? And they're all zealous for the law. So even after Jesus came, the Jerusalem Jews especially were very zealous uh, for the law um, they continued in their temple practices all the way until the temple was destroyed actually before the temple was destroyed, the church in Jerusalem fled out into the desert as jesus proclaimed it 'll come like a thief in the night you know don 't carry don 't go back to get a coat run for the run for the hills uh, but they they continued in their temple worship and things like that until sixty four a d during the barcova revolt when it was totally destroyed and who is our temple jesus christ and as being part of the body of christ god tells us we're all temples of the holy spirit too so i'll let you guys think about that Um, i get to be with my dad tomorrow for his funeral i get to read a beautiful remembrance of him and what a beautiful deacon he he was and a great homilist he was and then I get to fly home and see my, my honey, I get to see Cindy in Florida, where we'll be for about a month, and then we go home to Hawaii. So I'll be giving you, uh, I don't know where I'll be staying even now, because we sold our, our Florida uh, second home. Uh, so I don't know where I'll even be coming from, but God has a beautiful, all the, all the really cool stuff happens at the detour. God has a beautiful plan. In Hawaiian, maka noa o kamakua kekeiki ameku uhana hemelele. In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, God bless you, ahui ho, and aloha. May the breath of the Holy Spirit aloha you.
0: Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? no matter what you're looking for hollow is here to help hollow is a catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with god through audio guided contemplative prayer sessions from meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines hollow has something for everyone hollow is the number one catholic app in the u.s it is free to download and has permanently free content but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days risk free by signing up at www.hollow.app/breadbox